Mic check, mic check. All right, we good. All right, this is Maine from Morning Masters Podcast, of course. Um, I got a special, special guest lined up for this episode. Um, shout out to Miss Joya from Jay Slay. I know all of you know about Jay Slay, and I'm pretty sure all of you know about Joya. Um, we're going to get into the podcast in one second. Real quick, I want to say shout out to all the listeners and supporters of Mortal Masters Podcast. Shout out to everybody that uh, commented on the status of me asking who they wanted to see and hear on a podcast. Uh, Joya was a, was a high demand. Me and her have been in talks for about two years <laughs> doing the podcast by, by now, but it made sense to do it now because... Um, Jay Slay, that's just it. It makes sense because Jay Slay, um, Jay Slay, uh, selling out each launch she does. Um, just a dope, dope, dope individual, dope mother, um, dope tweeter, dope personality. Only chink her armor. She went to Cross Creek High School, but she explains all of that in the podcast. So make sure you give it a listen. Shout out to the Cross Creek Razorbacks and Owingville Road. Uh, before we get into anything, I want to give some tunes. You know, we got to start the podcast off right with some tunes. You know what I'm saying? Only be right to do it this way though. I gotta ask him, cause if I don't, it's poppin', it's I don't poppin', know, it's poppin', it's poppin'. let's go. Psych, gotcha. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, um, I want to say this episode is sponsored by Quint Essential Designs. Yes, you heard me, Quint Essential Designs, the art of remodeling. They do custom kitchens, bathrooms, and more, located on 2745 Tobacco Road, Hefsuba, GA, 30815. All right, you can hit them up. Email by contact us at a t b r e m o d e l i n g dot com. So once again, that's c o n t a c t u s at a t b r e m o d e l i n g dot com. Uh, you can hit them up. Phone number seven zero six. 469-9565 Ask for Quentin and get your free estimate I mean, what, you, what you know about me? What you know about me? What you, what you know? It's my lip gloss is cool My lip gloss be popping I'm standing at my locker And all the boys keep stopping What you know about me? What you, what you know about me? What you know about me? What you, what you know? It's my lip gloss is popping My lip gloss is cool All the boys keep jocking They chase me at the school Alright, mic check, mic check Masters podcast, host main, of course. I got a special guest across from me, Miss Joya. Oh, I'm looking, I'm looking at the boy. I'm good. I got this. Okay. I'm looking at the boy. <laughs> Don't get scared, but you're good. I'm telling you. Um, how you been, Joya? I've been good, just working. I feel like stay safe. I feel like this is a long time coming. I feel like we've been talking about doing a podcast together for like maybe two, two years, maybe something like that. Things happen, you know, but I'm here today. No, that's a good thing because I always feel like timing is everything, in, in my opinion. So I feel like it happened before because. It make more sense now. Like before, you weren't doing all the stuff you're doing now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Slim, you good? Okay. Slim over here pouring a drink. Um, also, <laughs> I got my camera guy slash my co co host sometimes. Uh, Slim, doing the camera work. Slim, say hi to the people. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is getting weird. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, Julia, um, how I start my podcast off normally? I like to, I like to introduce uh, the person to the people. So. You're a popular person, so everybody probably know you right now. Yeah. I know, but for my audience that doesn't know you, maybe the two percent that don't know you, <laughs> uh, tell them about yourself a little bit. Like, you know, where you're from, where you come from. Uh, my name is Joya. Um, I'm from Augusta. I'm born and raised. Been here most of my life. Uh, spent a little bit of time in Statesboro, a little bit of time in Orlando, a little bit of time in Tallahassee. But ninety-five percent of my life has been here. Yeah. Good. So let's talk about where you're from. What side of town you're from? Like, where'd you grow up at in Augusta? 
I grew up um, on Lumpkin Road, South Augusta, Uh-oh. basically my whole life. Yeah, before you start your okay, jokes. Okay, okay. Um, I lived on Lumpkin Road up until eighth grade. So I went to Glen Hills Elementary, Glen Hills Middle. Eighth grade, my mom decided that she wants to move to Heltzville. So I went to Spirit Creek and then Cross Creek. So I'm from South Augusta, but you know. I see you trying to reiterate that. It's all you good. Know, it's not big deal. It's before not big you start deal. your jokes. No, nah, it, it's nothing wrong being a Razorback, I promise you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's all fine. So what, like, what do people uh, know you for? And I ask these questions because, like, it's hard asking you because I know, and me knowing a few, I feel like I know, I mm-hmm. knew who you were before I knew who you were. Yeah. Um, you're very popular, I guess, in your party days. You know, what I'm saying you were known as, you know, Joy or whatever. We ain't gonna get to all that, but two separate Twitter accounts. Hey, it's it's, it's whatever. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I I, I know our research. You know, what I'm saying I know the person. Um, but one of the things I think that uh was dope in what you're doing now, obviously, which we'll get into in a little while. Was that I knew you from you worked at Liz in the mall too, mm-hmm. so it's a popular spot. So I'm pretty sure if you if you weren't known by then, you're gonna be known working at Liz anyway. Um, but you already know, I'm pretty sure before you start working at Liz. Yeah, um, I'm a very social person. Like I'm the kind of person that can go anywhere and talk to anybody. I can make a conversation with a brick wall. Like I'm a talk. If I see you, like how I did him. Hey, where are you from? What's your name? You know, I'm gonna talk to you. But I think uh, from moving from like South Augusta out to Heltzburg as well as being in, like, a different marching bands. Like, I was in marching bands my whole life growing up, so I met different people from different sides of town. So when I see you, I'm going to connect with you, and I'm going to talk to the people around you, too. So I feel right. like it kind of just, like, trickles. So if I see you on him, I know you. Now I know him. So if I see him out, it's like, goes on and on and on. Yo, you, you are a good talker, because I want to segue into that. So <laughs> anybody listening right now, Slim is behind the camera. He's actually selling shirts right now. I see you got a nice shirt on, Joy, by the way. But if you want some Jay Slay, Slay shirts, uh, make sure you get my guy Slim. He's making shirts now. Okay, um, For sure. Just tell him you know more than Masters. He might give you 10 minutes. No, he might not, depending <laughs> on how you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? What day of the week I need to ask him? Man, the brick is the brick. Pro- probably, on a, probably on the weekend. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's when we get, make money together, mostly, on the I weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> probably happy with me on the weekend. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Slim for doing that. I'm getting some shirts made. Um, let me know if y'all want some shirts. Uh, but um, you mentioned the band, so mm-hmm. I want to talk about that a little bit. So what you do in the band? Like, what you, what you do? I was a dancer. So um, growing up, I had no rhythm. I could not dance at all. My family's kicked every this joke. There's a picture of you. You was, you, was a little, you, was, you was a dancer when you was a little girl or no? I started in seventh grade. So starting in seventh grade, I danced. I thought you posted a picture. You had, like, a band on your head or something like that. Was, you, was that then? Probably was. There's no telling because I've been dancing forever. But growing up, like, I literally had no rhythm. I could not dance. I was the joke at every cookout, every party. So <laughs> when I started dancing, everybody thought I was like, you laughing, but I'm so serious. I had no rhythm at all. So when I started telling my mom I wanted to dance, everybody thought it was a joke. She was like, I'll take you to practice. And I ended up being the captain of, that was Bell Terry's little marching unit they had. And mm. a couple months later, I was the captain, and I just kind of danced everywhere I danced for. CSRE All Star Band was another place where that's I met what a lot it was, of people. I think. Yeah, that's them. Oh, them pictures were terrible. That was like definitely was terrible. But it's all that good. Was like, that was like eighth. There's someone between eighth grade and ninth grade. Those pictures that you seen. So yeah, I've been dancing forever. So jumping from this band to that band, from this side of town, that side of town. That's another reason why I know a lot of people. Got you, mm-hmm. got you. And then dancing. You it's like being the captain. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm like. I'm over them, yeah. I'm, I'm the number one person here. Does that mean you're... Ca- Captain, mean you're number one, you're number one yeah, dancer like on the team? Yeah, like you the leader. Like, you are responsible for everybody. You make up the stuff. You teach the stuff. You discipline. You do everything. But it, does that mean you're the best dancer on the team? 
Not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best dancer. It's more so about yes, your skills are important because you got to be able to lead and teach and correct. But it's like more so leadership. Got you. Got so you. you can't be a leader with a terrible attitude. You don't know how to talk to people. You're not responsible. So it's like all that bubbled up together in one. Okay. 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 And so when you got to Cross Creek, they already knew you uh, from dancing, I guess, in the city. Um. So that story. So I. I went to Spirit Creek the second half of my eighth grade year. I was supposed to go to Glen Hills. I had already made the dance line. I had already um, tried out before I went to ninth grade, paid for my uniform and everything. But when it came time ready. to register for school, they wouldn't let me register because wow. of my address. So I tried to use my grandma's address. It didn't work. So that year, um, I danced for the All-Star Band again because I had missed tryouts for Cross Creek, which I ain't going to lie. Their team was like ass that year anyway so i didn't want to be a so part of that team yeah you. like i didn't want to be a part of it anyway i was like i'd rather dance <laughs> for them just being honest so um they knew of me but not really because i didn't really know a lot of them either because i was new to that side of town i didn't even know where cross creek was at literally until my first day of school literally wow. did not know where the school was at it's ducked off it is definitely yeah oh Wainsboro road oh Wainsboro road it's crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I had been there like twice, but I, I always was lost getting there. So I had like, and you know, back then, like in 08, 09, you couldn't really just put in your phone. Like GPS yeah. just cut off on you sometime when you're driving. So like, I always got lost. And it was lost. a fairly new school anyway. So a lot of people didn't know where it was at. Yeah. It's cool. Ain't no, you know, Cross Creek is cool. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk bad about it. It's, it's okay. a good school, man. I heard mm-hmm. they got good grades and all that stuff. So <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, So what, <laughs> explain your time at Cross Creek. Like, how was your time there? Like, yeah, all four years. Um, I had fun. Like, it was a fun experience. Like, we we had a very strict principal, so we couldn't do as much stuff as other schools. Like, we couldn't do a lot of stuff. They were very strict on us, even with the dance line. Like, I think there was an article in the news saying that we were dancing like hoes or something because what? we was doing, like, the little basic majorette room uh, dance that everybody else do, but they're so used to them just being very conservative and this, that, and the third. So, I think, like, um my line i think we kind of like paved the way for them to be a little bit more accepting and understanding so those girls can see what it is to be like a major major like big hbcus and stuff so it's like they were able to do more because of us being hard-headed and like no like we gonna do what we want to do so so pretty much if you go to Crow creek you can thank joya wiley for paving the way just a little bit just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) gotta love it man but no it was cool like uh grace was always important to me like i joke i play all day i might barely go to school but my grace gonna be good mm. that was me like i was never there but my grace was always good you was never there what you mean you was never there i was never at school oh how did it happen so what you did like what you where were you at so my senior year my first second and third class it was the only class i needed to graduate so i go to school first second and third then just find my way oh, out. Oh, okay, I got you, got you. But, so you, you were know. just smart enough to not have to be yes. at school like your senior year the whole yes. day. I thought you, I thought you said you didn't, get, you didn't go to school. No, right? I was just didn't have to be there. Hmm. So I guess too, and I, I I've had a podcast with uh, Eric um, last year. It was probably one of my favorite podcasts from last year, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. dope, dope guy. He's very smart, tough person very. too. Um, he he, I, we talked about like the. The stigma, I, should I say stigma? Yeah, stigma slash jokes <laughs> that come with going to Cross Creek, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know know that, that that school was so brand new at the time. I'm not, you know, I came out here in 06. Yeah. I didn't know it was new. I just knew it was school that people joked on, so I just mm-hmm. kind of went with the jokes. And um, <laughs> it was just funny, you know what I'm saying? But it's funny because people used to get upset. Now, as a joker, when people get upset, you joke more. I don't yeah. know, that's what you do. So I always just kept doing it. I never stopped. And he uh he didn't he, like, he didn't get upset we didn't make jokes but we was, he talked about it and he kind of just mm-hmm. said like well one of the reasons is because people assume that that side of town is a certain way they yeah. assume that 
everybody that go there is well off yes. and it's not the case for not every, every single person you know what i'm saying not at all and um he just made some good valid points and he said uh when people joked with them, you know what I'm saying, how he how, how he responded, it made them upset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people would stop stop joking him about it, you know what I'm saying? So for you, like what was like what was life for you going like telling people you go to Cross Creek. Not not me. Not, not me. you. Yes, but other people. Um I don't know. Most people didn't either know I went there. Like, they assumed I went to a different school or they always had little jokes. I'm I wonder like, why was oh. that? Why, why, why? See, see, see how cool you are? You're so cool. They assume you didn't go to Cross Yeah, Street. like, they assume if you go there that you lame, whatever the hell that's supposed <laughs> to mean, or you rich, you stuck up, you did that in the third one. That's really not the case. Like, it was a it was a very mixed population school. I would say we were maybe, like, half black, half white. You might have half the school, uh, kids that are well off. Like, a lot of the kids... Um, the parents were in the military, so they were stationed because it was close to Fort Gordon, so they right. would go to Cross Creek. Or you had kids that lived in the trailer park. So it was just... A good little mixture. Yeah, it was a very good mixture. But you don't know. like I mean, y'all know if you know somebody live, I guess, but you don't know from looking at the person where they're from. No, like you would not know at all. Hmm. At all. So, it, like, because I know we spoke a little bit, you know, off air, like, how... Did, were you happy when you found out you were going to Glen Hills? I mean, going to Cross Creek? Because you... Tell me speaking, going to go to Glen yeah, Hills. Yeah, I would say that if I went to Glen Hills, just the people that I was used to being around and a lot of the kids out there, they're bad. You know, like nothing against them. They are bad. Like they're not as focused. Nothing against them because there's a lot of them that are very smart. They are very focused. But it's a lot of them that, I don't know, it's just being around the same people that you go around with. Sometimes it's good to have a change. Like when I went from Glen Hills, my grades were good. They weren't as good as they could have been. Like they could have been a lot better, but it was like this my family like i grew up with these people we play around each other but now right. i'm in a whole new environment where i don't know anybody so like i'm kind of forced to focus on my grades so it kind of like changed me it made me more focused in school well i guess to put it in perspective cause i know i know how it is when you're trying to talk about this area you don't want to talk down on them yeah, like that not talking down. but when you think about the people that you probably would have been around and think about their experience for high school versus yours mm-hmm. That's probably how you make that, that yeah, assumption. Yeah, and then I feel like with the principal we had at Cross Creek, he was just very strict. Like, he did not play that. You're going to be in school. You're going to be in class on time versus Glen Hills. Like, they're kind of more relaxed. Mm-hmm. So that more strict path, I think it made me just more focused on my grades because I know it ain't no plan around here. And I know, I think, too, like for Cross Creek, people don't mention it a lot, but since it was a newer school, it's kind of like you got a, you got a standard you're trying to set for that school. Yeah. You don't want to start off a new school and you just have them low grades. Yeah. So y'all having them high grades. And one thing about me, I used to, like, I guess my only issue back then when I would like joking it and people response would be, Well, our grades are good. I'm like, <laughs> all right, relax. I know, that's cool. It, but I, now that I'm older, I understand the importance of it and why they pushed it. But because there was a new school, you couldn't be in a new school with bad grades. Yeah. Just, just, they might have shut you down. What's the point of us opening? You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense now. When I was young, I'm like, Why? Is, what did I do what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. What that is, but I made a joke. Why are you telling me your grades? Well, I don't understand. But I get it now. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool. Um, but like I said, I, no matter what school you go to, like, I feel like it's every school had a, got an honors program. Yeah. So it's, it's some smart people in every single school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just about how you adapt to your environment and, you know, what you're willing to uh, be influenced by. And I think that's another, another word you probably didn't use, but talking about Glen Hills, it's the influence over there, too. Yes. You, you're from a certain area for a certain long, I mean, a certain certain time, you start to uh, pick up habits anyway that yes. they would that would have been around you. But being in a different school and whole new climate and just learning new things, you probably learn more stuff in high school than you probably would yeah. think you would have It's kind of like a culture shop, just switching from an all-black school where you go into a class where I feel class white. And I'm, I've never experienced this in my life. So it's like, it's just a culture shop. You know, when I came down here from when I came down here from New York and I was going to Butler and I seen a bunch of white kids and it was in one area. And I'm like, 
what the what was going on? Like, why, but they had like you know these black. Co- I I ain't know what gothic was. Yeah. I never. I, we had that where I'm from. Really? It, was, it was never none of that. Okay. So I was like, why do? You, and it, it was I came here in August, so it was like hot. <laughs> so I'm like, why they got these black coats on for and it's mad hot outside? They were like doing karate and stuff. Oh my god. Over there in the, in a little area though. Yeah. They wasn't in the the black area. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm looking around like, yo, it's mad white people in these. Cl- That's crazy. But it was a culture shock, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. never, I, I never been to school. I, I think I went to school like three, maybe four uh, white people my whole my That's whole life crazy. before down here. You know, in the area up there, it's like, it's a melting pot, but it's more Jamaican, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, black, Puerto Rican, yeah. Hispanic, but not white. Like it's That's like unheard of. It's different. Definitely different. I was it's like, oh, okay. Different. The bus was mad wild. I'm like, a cheese bus every day? I think another thing, too, like uh, being around like, more white people it kind of like make you watch how you are if mm. that makes sense like you don't want to be what they stereotype us to be mm. so it's like you kind of like watch the way you act the way you interact things you do definitely definitely um i definitely do and i definitely still test them i, I try to say no a lot. i want to see they're gonna say it <laughs> I, one thing i want to say is they say if they say buddy a lot they probably say the n-word that's like a substitute <laughs> somebody somebody slipped up and said, said it to me the other day i didn't hit him like that he could tell he tell upset he kept, he kept apologizing I was like, don't say it again, but please. I don't know what you're doing in your spare time, but please don't 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 say that word again. But he kept saying buddy, and I said, he's gonna slip up. By the hour later, hour later, he said it. I was like, God damn it. What? And he just froze, he's like, my bad. I was like, I don't know what you're doing in your spare time, but on Burke County, but out here we don't we don't do that. <laughs> we don't say those words. Not not your not your kind. But anyway, um, all right, so after um, you know, you, you graduate from Crow Creek, mm-hmm. um, what you do after that? Like, what's your what was your I goal graduate- to do after that? Honestly, I never really knew what I wanted to do. Like, I just know I wanted to make money. So you didn't want to dance after high school? I uh, kind of, sort of, but not really. Like, it wasn't really a priority to me. Like, I just wanted to do whatever I need to do to make money. Like, I was going to go to the military, went off to college. Like, I just... Imagine that, Sergeant Wiley. Sergeant I was going to go Georgia. to the Air Force. Air Force? Should have. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 what made you not go? Honestly, I don't know. Streets is calling you, man. Yeah, money was calling me. I think I just um, I just started getting, like, really good jobs at a really young age, making a lot of money that people at my age weren't making. And it's kind of like, what I need to go to school for? Like, the money right here. What I'm going to school for? So I want to talk about that for a second. Like, in that mindset, like, uh, now, do you still think that was a good idea or not? I don't. I wish I would have went to school when I was younger versus now. Like, I have um, – I just got my second degree in July. And it's like I'm 28. I could have did this a long mm, time ago. Congrats, by the way. Thank you. I could have been got these degrees. I could have been high up in my career at this point versus me just now getting a degree, st- probably starting entry level to get into my field and then work my way up. So I wish I would have did things differently. But I didn't really have a lot of guidance in a lot of things growing up. So I really just been figuring stuff out on my own my whole life. So um, to my, uh guidance, like who, who would you consider like mentors wise then for you? Really didn't have any. Are you, the, are you like the you had any you the oldest youngest? I'm the baby. Um, I have three older siblings on my mom's side and two on my dad's side. Um, my dad's side, I don't. My older sister, I talk to her now, but we just reconnected maybe like four years ago. Don't talk to the other sister. They're my two oldest brothers. One is in Ohio. One is in Oklahoma. Mm. So it's me and my sister here. But like, she was kind of like my mother growing up. So it's like she was young, trying to figure out what to do with herself and she didn't have the guidance either so it's like we just been figuring shit out and i and i, I asked that because i know like at 17 18 19 um obviously one thing i'll tell anybody that age 
no matter what I tell you, you're mm-hmm. going to do what you want to do because yeah. you're not going to believe it from me until you go through it. Like, sometimes experience is the only thing that's going to get you to understand why you shouldn't do X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, when you are, are young and you're making money that you feel uh, other grown-ups are making, yeah. you don't even see that they might be struggling as well. So that, that's really not no money. But since you're 19, 18, it's like, I'm getting $800 every two right. weeks. You crazy? Look and it's like, that, like, man, that went nothing. That ain't, you know, yeah, but when you're 18, it's like, other ATL are making 200 every eight, yeah. every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm making four times them, so I'm good to go. And it's not, it's not, just, that's not necessarily the, the, the best, best way to think. But when you're young and you all think on your toes and you, you kind of don't have no uh, guidance or you, you know, kind of doing what you want to do, that's like the best decision to make at the time. And then you're making this money and blowing it because ain't nobody telling you about saving. Nobody yeah, telling but... you about your credit. Nobody <laughs> telling you about nothing. So you just blowing about money. all these shoes. Was you want? Was you want the people that you had? You, you had the shoes that match the socks, match the shorts. Match your shirt. Know. I had oh, all okay. the shoes, but not them. Not no, the socks. I don't like match matching. I thought I sent you in a picture of some some matching thick socks and some Jordans on one time. I could <laughs> it, it could have been somebody else, maybe Tay or somebody. I don't know. I thought it was you. Because no. <laughs> you're both popular. So I don't know. Oh, but all right. Oh, so, um, so at the at the high school, you know, what I'm saying you mm-hmm. say you start making this money. So you, you decide not to go to school, not to go to college, or not to go to. Military. I, so I took a semester off. I was working, and then I went to Augusta State for a year, and I stopped. I honestly don't even know why I stopped. I stopped going there for a year. Started back working. I was like, okay, let me try school again. Went to Georgia Southern for a year, but I was too focused on money. And my mom was paying my rent there, but I felt bad with her paying her rent and paying my rent. I was coming home to Lids to work every weekend. I was like, if I'm gonna drive home every weekend, I might as well just go back home. Mm. So I stayed in for a year, and I came back home. And I would kind of get, like, in and out of school, in and out of school. But I feel like I didn't really get focused on anything until I had my daughter. Like, when I had her, like, my focus has been completely different. Like, I finally had, I guess, a real responsibility. So, um, how, what, and what age was that when you had your daughter? I had her when I was 24. 24. So, at this point, at this time, 24, so you've been in and out of school for about, what, six years now? Something yeah. like that. When you was in school, did you take it seriously at all? Like, or you just kind of went, I'm smart, I'm just going to oh, go? no, I took it seriously. Um, I always had good grades. Like, when I went off to Southern, like, everybody around me, we all partying together. They flunking out of class, but I got my Hope Scholarship while I was in school down there. Mm. So, it's like, I'm always the one that don't really have to study that much or I grasp stuff quickly. So, people think that they can hang out the way I hang out and get grades. Got you, got you, got you. But they couldn't do the stuff you can do because you you just used to doing that. Yeah, like I've always been like that. Like I've always been a very bad procrastinator. So, like I know how to do stuff at the last minute and get it done when everybody can't do that. So, uh, now you mentioned, you know, having your daughter. So, mm-hmm. with the birth of your daughter, what, what, what mindset did that put you in as far as life and just making better decisions? I just knew that I've always been very independent, which is why I've always wanted to work because I don't like asking for help. And I wanted to be in that same position with her. You know, push comes to shove, I got her. So, I just knew I want to get a good job. I want to, you know, get my credit together, get my savings together, like get everything I need together mm. for her. She just changed everything. Um. Now, with with Liz, one thing I always say, like when I about you when you worked there, mm-hmm. um, why 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 didn't you give discounts? I don't understand. Like why um? You can't. Just I feel give like I pay extra for a hat when I came to you. I don't know. I feel like I pay extra. I feel like the hat was thirty. You well, why would pay I make 40. you pay extra? I don't. You say you had me. You say you had to make budget. So I don't. I don't know. I'm just trying trying to figure it out now. <laughs> I feel like. Please I came in about three, four times, and my hat was, like, very, very expensive. I'm like, damn, I'll be going there now, and it's, like, it's way lower. I'm like, what's going on? Well, what was... they probably not getting no business, so they probably changed their prices, but that ain't got nothing to do with me, you know. Why Why couldn't you change your prices? Because why? 
I'm black. You don't I get a black discount? No. You, you got your list card. You could have got your discount with that. Yeah, you kept trying to give me a list card. I'm like, I don't want no damn list card. You could have got 10% <laughs> off. That's better than nothing. I think I did get a list card one time. I think um, it's gonna be cheaper. I think it still was like I think I thought I thought you added ten percent. <laughs> I'm, I'm be honest with you. I was like, damn, what did it do? You just love lying on me. Nah, because I always give. I think I always get my hat. I don't buy a record. I always get them something on them mm-hmm. every time. And um, you did a good job making them. I say that much. Cause I, I just know. bought one. It wasn't really great. <laughs> I knew something went wrong. He was like, how'd that look? I'm like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you both was looking the same hat, ain't it? Like, it wasn't good. What are they doing outside? Is the question. Huh? So what are they doing outside? Is no, they can't. Oh, outside the. Yeah. I, I don't. I shot a shot. Probably just trapping. No. I don't know. <laughs> You know how this Sunday, man. Um, but so with your, what, what, what do you think your experience at Lids um, did for you as far as um, working wise? Because like you was traveling, you was you was doing a lot of stuff. With, yeah, with, with um, that I was at Lids. I started working there as a, like a seasonal worker. I was working there before I went off to Southern just to get some extra money in my pocket before I went out to school. But they liked how much I worked, so they kept me on, which I wasn't supposed to. And I, like I said, I come home every weekend. I worked during the summer. And I was just always willing to work. Mm. I'm the kind of person, like, if I'm just sitting at home doing that, I might as well be at work making money. So whenever they needed me, I'll be there. Um, my numbers are always really good. I was great at upselling people like you. Yeah, I, about to say, I um, bet you was. <laughs> everybody, you're going to get something on your hat. You're going to get something. You're going to get more than one hat. Like, I, I was really good at upselling. So I progressed and got promoted, like, three times within one year because um, I was working so hard there. I went from a regular associate to part-time assistant manager to a full-time assistant manager then I was a store manager in training. So, like, if stores needed help, like, say if a manager out of uh, in a different city needed backup, I would go fill in for them. And they just liked the way that I could basically maintain myself and run myself anywhere. So, they offered me a store manager position in Savannah, but I chose to move to Florida instead. And that's a whole other segment of my life. I'm not, not going to talk about Since today. I, but... I know you, so I'm not going to actually. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not, but, yeah. it's not important to. Uh, talk about this right now but yeah so that was another young decision that you probably wouldn't yeah. have made think about thinking back yeah. now you know what i'm saying um but i think that just gave me um it helped me manage my own because if you didn't notice like we was always in there by ourselves so like i knew how to handle myself regardless if it's right. busy if it's slow like just how to make stuff happen so i learned i actually learned a lot working there uh and i that's why i asked you that now i know you always say i worked a long time a long time ago but i from what i know about business and i remember like me remembering the stuff you were doing back then, like traveling, all that stuff, and the mm-hmm. stuff you were saying and tweeting and learning. Um, and based on what you're doing now, mm-hmm. I feel like that helped you probably more more than a lot of other jobs with how you're doing stuff now, yeah. uh, me personally. But um, we'll get into that in a second. But I do want to uh, talk about um, just um, with you having a daughter. Mm-hmm. So at what point At what point do you, like, do you decide, like, okay, well, I had to get my stuff together. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And like I said, what you're saying, like, you know, you had this lack of guidance. Um, mm-hmm. What role does that play in motherhood for you? It plays everything. Me and my sister have this conversation all the time. Like, we just, all the things that we wish we would have had growing up, we just try to make sure that we do that for our kids because she has kids too. So we try to parent a lot different. Like, nothing against my parents, but we just try to do things a lot different from what they did. Right. But I would say as soon as I found out I was pregnant, it was like a wake-up call. Like, okay, like, it's time to get together. You've been playing. Like, seriously, like, it's time to get everything together. And that's when I decided to move back home so I can be close to the family. Um, I have more support. Um, I can live with my mom for a little bit while I save up to get us something. So, yeah. So, and I, like I said, my my main reason for even asking that because I feel like like most people probably, uh, once you uh, did have, um, you know, your child, you actually 
I'm not saying you change, like you get a little more serious, you know what I'm saying? And decisions you make as far as working wise and all, all the other stuff. Yeah, I feel like I'm you got great always jobs. Be childish, but yeah. I that, that's, and that's the thing I want to talk about. Like, but you still stay the same as far as like that. You still joke people. Yeah. You know, um, I'm a joker. 20, I, don't, I, I like joking. I use social media strictly for joking. I put my links and stuff up there, but. Yeah, on Twitter, if you want to be serious, I ain't for me. I'm you telling you right now. I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm not. You might unfollow me. I'm telling you right now. I tell you all the time. They're like, you joke too much. Hey, you have to follow me. I'm telling you because I'm a joker. I use this to. I had a bad day. I go on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not using it for. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not an activist, but not no crazy activist. Yeah. That's Facebook. You know, <laughs> Facebook is the branding thing. That's when you want to. You know, yeah. you got one little lane you in. But Twitter, I'm in any kind of lane. Might be you know nasty one day. Might be funny one day. It, it don't. It don't matter. Like it's it's, it's it's free fall for everybody. But I did see like, um, just your how you utilize social media and like the stuff you speak about and joke about, um, you just more um aware of the stuff you say and stuff mm-hmm. like that now. So I you know, obviously I did see the growth in, in that. Um so I'm trying to so one once you come back, you know, you, you got your daughter, um mm-hmm. you got things settled, like you, you finally moved. I remember you moved I remember you moved, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I remember you tweeting all that stuff. Um so at what point like do you feel like, okay, well, now I wanna try to make some money on my own besides what I'm working. So how I got to that point. So after lids, well, fast forward past all that. I worked at Verizon for like two and a half years, which it was a great job. Um, money was good. I just, the hours working retail and then having a little child, like I got to find somebody to watch on the weekend. I'm getting off late at night and I got a little baby and they kept messing up our commission structure. So they literally was purposely making it harder and harder to make money. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I putting in 120% here? That's cool. Putting America, in the same man. amount of work that I was putting in last year. And my commission check is half of what it was for doing the same shit I did a year ago. So I'm like, why, why am I doing this? So I knew at that point, like, I got to find something to do. I got to find something to do quick. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't want to rush it. Like, I don't want to just bullshit something and put something out. Just say I got something. Right. So. Let me take my time. Let me find something I really want to do and let me invest and put my all into it before I just release it. Like, I want it to be legit when it comes out. So, one thing I noticed, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I look at everything, right? And I, I did feel like at some point you were going to be working for yourself or doing your own thing mm-hmm. because I noticed that when you get, like, when you, I only noticed for like the last two, last two places you work, when you get somewhere, you like it a lot mm-hmm. at first, right? And then it's like they start, like things start changing. Mm-hmm. And you still like, like the stuff, but it's like, the things that change are in your benefit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I feel like when you're working for somebody, you can't really, you can't, you can't change. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, okay. When you said the new job you work at, like you liked it, but then like stuff started changing a little bit. I'm later. like, I, I, I predicted that. Yeah, I said, well, she, I said, she like it now. Cause some say, you know what? I said, she tweeting too much about this job. It's too good to be true. Something up. And then sure enough, you, I said, here they go. Here they come. I, and I, I remember looking, looking at your tweets thinking that, you know, like, I remember she liked Verizon a lot too when she first started, and then mm-hmm. you know it kind of changed. So just new company, I don't know. And then when you know Jay Slay started taking off, you mm-hmm. know it's like I'm like, oh yeah, it's only a matter of time now. She, she, she about to be a body. She about but to be I feel a like body. I'm the kind of person that would never be satisfied at any job. Like no matter how much I like it, like it's still gonna be something. I'm be like, nah, like this some bull. I could I could see that, and especially now that you like doing your own thing, it's like you kind of I feel like you kind of see like. A lot of companies do stuff for itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So only you're going to be able to be happy somewhere if you're working for yourself yeah. half the time. Like, they'll mask something and make it seem like it's for us, but it's really to benefit them. Exactly. Like the big dogs, the ones that are sitting at home doing nothing while we at the front line working hard, making a less amount of money while they chilling off of us, our hard work. So it's like, no. 
That game got you stressed over there, ain't it? <laughs> what, what's the score? I see you like this. I don't know score? if that's good or uh, bad. Twenty-six to ten. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you were stressing over there. What I just no, I, was, I was trying to laugh at the corner of my eye. I'm in the fantasy this. league. <laughs> the uh, first place pot is like eight hundred dollars, and I'm killing. Oh, I'm averaging like almost two hundred points a game. When I get that eight hundred dollars, I ain't a Falcon fan, but since you're my homie, I'm gonna root for you, man. Maybe I get this. I ain't gonna lie, though. I know we ain't winning nothing this year, so I don't care about no. Oh yeah, that's a, it's gonna be like at least about twenty. I want to win these fantasy something. leagues. I need this money. Forget I'm the Falcons. I that red and black mic for the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch football, so. Yeah, it's, it's just a Falcons. You'll be all right. Um, so, let's, I'm going to get into uh, the Jay Slay. Now, mm-hmm. first, I want to ask. Now, you was a dancing girl, you know, now me knowing that more. Yeah. I didn't know that until one day you told me that. I was joking with you about Cross Creek, and you told me that. And you, I don't even remember that picture I made, but <laughs> you had a picture, and you were standing up in a stand doing oh, something. Oh, yeah. You yeah, I'm a, I'm a joker, bro. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, you're not going to get a joke off. I'm going to get a joke <laughs> off. But, um, <laughs> um, so, I guess... And I was under the assumption, under the assumption maybe because you worked at Liz and me seeing you at Liz. Mm-hmm. I I thought that you were like, you know how you got girls that's like girly girly, and then some girls like just wear sneakers and stuff. Yeah. I thought you were the sneakers. I didn't know you was girly girl like that. I've never. never been a girly girl. Oh, so you're not? I was right. Like then. I I would say in the last couple years it's changed, but you you've seen me. I mean I seen you, but I I, mean, I seen you more in sneakers though. I'm yes. saying like so. I, I mean, I, I guess never, I never, I never paid attention to it. I just was like, oh, maybe she, maybe she just like sneakers. And <laughs> I thought, I thought maybe you hooped for cross creek or something at no. one point. I didn't know. But okay, so at what? So she's always been a girly girl. So you always had a knack for like lip gloss, kind of like yes. makeup, kind of not really stuff makeup, like lip gloss. Cosmetics is what it's called. Yes, right? like That's I don't like word. my lips being dry. So I'm gonna be a tomboy. I'm gonna have on my sneakers, whatever. But my lips not gonna be dry. Like I'm always having lip gloss. That's the one thing you's never gonna catch me with no dry lips. <laughs> Ever, <laughs> I don't play. Uh-uh. So, um, I guess the, the 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 main question I guess most people probably want to know too is so when did you think okay well I'm gonna I'll make a line for this for this stuff. So like I said, times like I said it was playing with our money at Verizon. So times had started getting hard, and I was like I can't fall. You know, like I got somebody at home. I got to figure out a way to make my own money. And I literally was on YouTube just looking at like different business ideas, like what can I do. And I ran into someone that was on YouTube making lip gloss. I didn't even know you can do that. Like, I didn't know it was something that you can make at home. It's fairly simple. Um, takes a lot of work, but it's fairly simple. And I was like, hmm, I, I feel like I may be able to do this. And I never, ever saw myself having my own business, like, ever in life. But, like, how you said you've been seeing something. Mm-hmm. I have other friends that told me the same thing. Like, uh, you know Cheesy, Taisha? Cheesy. Taisha Purdue, it's cheesy. We used to be together. You should know her. She worked yeah, with me too. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, been yeah. telling me since forever. She was like, I'm going to have a business one day. You're going to run it. I'm like, me? Like, why am I going to run your business? She was like, because you can run a business. You're and a I laugh like every time she said it, like, whatever. So I was in the back of my mind, I hear her saying that. And I, I always tell myself, like, if I put my mind to it, I can do it. Like, I'm very confident when it comes to myself. I know, like, if I'm, I'm dedicated the world is mine. And I always tell myself that. So I was like, if I be focused and I be serious, I can do this. So I started um, maybe like September of last year is when I started deciding that it was something I wanted to do. And I launched March 29th of this year. So I put months and months of research and everything into it. Yo, that's I crazy. Decided to I launch. feel like you've been doing it for a year. Only it's only been it'll be six months on the 29th of this month. Oh, you on the ass. Got to. <laughs> That's what I'm talking Got about. To. I thought you were doing it longer. I don't. I don't know why. Why did I think maybe? Cause, cause I think at one, at one, 
well, that's that's why the transition into it because I, mm-hmm. at one point you was talking about doing a YouTube channel or something like that, right? Yeah. So was that with the J Slay or that was something totally different? Yeah, it was supposed to be with the J Slay, but I ended up getting so busy with J Slay, like. Not to my own horn, but I just be so busy with that. Like, I don't really have time to do YouTube like I gotcha, want to. Gotcha. But I made one YouTube video, and it was for Jay Slay. Okay. It was like, um, okay. if someone wants to start a use, like a lip gloss business, I was showing them, like, what inventory to get for cheap. And I just never made another video. I keep telling myself I'm going to start it back up. Because that's, like, another source of revenue. Yeah, I will say, because my, my, my daughter watching it now, like, <laughs> that stuff. I'm like, what is this? It's like a little white guy. He be talking, putting all this stuff on. Yeah, grown people acting like little kids. Yeah. Making yeah. money. That's cra- that's craziest thing to me. The word is crazy now, but um, yeah. So I knew, I knew I seen that name before March though. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, but what um, so at what point like how how long did it take you to say okay I can make the, this lip gloss now? So I would say it took about three months of me literally just on YouTube watching other people do it, googling everything, looking up different um items I needed and I'm not gonna lie like money was real tight at that time so I was just trying to figure out the cheapest way to do everything so I'm literally searching every website different vendors to find what I need and find the best deal to get it so to actually get everything yeah it took me about a good six or seven months to get everything off the ground because I'm a very particular person I I like things to look a certain way I like to present things a certain way like I hate when I see people just rush a product out and don't really put any thought into it. So I didn't want to launch my business until my website was legit. I didn't want my labels to be legit. Like, I want everything to be legit. I feel the same way. Um, it took me a long time to even start this. I had the material for a long time. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like you said, I wanted to make sure everything was right. Mm-hmm. What, one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask you, if you had this, if you was fearful of this or not, but mm-hmm. were you fearful or, I guess, uh, did you question the the level of support you would get from people? Like, would they buy the stuff? Like, is this something, I can, can I sell this stuff? Now, I know you used to sell the hats at a high price, but yeah. like lip gloss, like, did you think that you wouldn't get the support you get now? Because, like, you'd be selling out every time. Um, I didn't think it would happen as quickly as it happened. Because the first day I launched, I sold out, like, in two hours. And I had, like, it was, like, 60 or 70, somewhere between 70 to 80 lip glosses the first time. So to sell out your first day in two hours, I was like, like did this really just happen? Like I expected them to sell, but maybe over a couple of weeks, not in two hours. So but scared, hell yeah, very. The, but the first time you said so, the first time you, you March twenty ninth, pretty March twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. You you put the link out there, hey y'all, um, I'm doing this, da 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 da. Everybody go buy it, and you mm-hmm. sell out in two hours. In two hours. Oh wow. That's crazy. Two hours. <laughs> okay. Had to do that. I'm, but of I'm course, I did a like time a little time. promotion beforehand, you know, like just a little teaser showing them what's going to be coming versus me just popping out with a product. Right. But yeah. So did you have to like give anybody like, I'm trying to see, did you have to like give any samples out to make, to, to, to show no. people like, hey, I, they, just, they just support no. it from the get go? Just support it from the get go. I'm Joya. I'm selling lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Here, here I feel go. like. The person that you are has a lot to do with your brand. Like, I feel like I said, I'm very friendly. I talk to everybody. I support everybody. Like, if you got a business, like, I share your stuff. If I see your posts, I'm going to share it. Um, it depends on how you present yourself, too. Because if you messy on social media, you always in some mess and drama. Yeah, because when you share something, like, it's almost like you, you on their side with something. You don't know, you don't know what's going right, on. Right, exactly. <laughs> you be sharing something and talking about somebody else. Right. Because <laughs> some people just, I hate how some people are just very messy and drama fight on the same page that they promoting their business from. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like that. How y'all feel about people that get on social media bashing their customers? Oh, my God. That, Can't please don't. That's my number one pet peeve. 
Please don't get me started. <laughs> no, like, get, you no, get can started, have please. one bad customer that piss you off, and you want to go on a whole rant. You forgot about the 10,000 good customers you got, but you want to highlight this one bad person. I That just makes me so mad. It's a, a car detailer out here, and he's always going online. Like, when I think somebody accused him of stealing one time, mm-hmm. and he was, like, posting screenshots of her and his DMs trying to holler at her. <laughs> And I'm like, bro, how you gonna have a successful business? You post your screenshots of a customer trying to holler at you. I hate that, and I also hate the people that cry because nobody supports them. Like, yeah. if you're sitting here crying and nobody supports you, that's not gonna make me want to support you. That's how I feel. Either they gonna buy it or not. Right. <laughs> so, and I, I agree with that. Like, I, I, I feel like uh, one of the worst things to go on social media and do, aside from bashing your your favorite customer, mm-hmm. uh, your worst customer, or whatever, yeah. is definitely the lack of support you're getting. Cause I feel like when you do that, I don't think you're making people want to support you more. It's just like, you're like you crying, that's all. It's right. almost like a person might don't sell records and they just complain because they didn't sell no records. Like, right. I'm not going to say the album now. Like, it just you just don't complain about it. You just, and then you, whatever it is, you can just keep pushing it. Sometimes it's like you said, about how you're presenting. So if you're not presenting, I can, I can only use podcast for example. But let's mm-hmm. say a podcast but I feel like ain't got enough listen whatever. You just got to keep pushing it. Keep the sharing it. Uh, sending it out to people. You know what I'm saying? But you got you to gotta put that work in to do it. I think that's one of the main things too. Um like you said, you doing it. six, seven months of, of whether you do whether it's researching, whether you make stuff right, you mm-hmm. mean just jump out there and say, I got lip gloss. You know what I'm saying? Like you say you want you want to start off doing what you said uh, uh getting at the cheapest cost. Yeah. So you you do your six, seven months of line up, you know, researching, trying to launch like set back here, trying to launch set back here. So you put that time in before you actually launch. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Some people at least in my world, like podcasting world, mm-hmm. they just one day they say I'm gonna do this and just put it out. There. I don't know. They might just have this phone. They might press record and they just that's <laughs> yeah. not. That's, you know what I'm saying? Then they be like, hey, this is my stuff. I'm like, I'm not listening to that. It's mad stuff in the background. What's going on? You know what I don't I'm know. Saying? That um, it's a lot and of things. Zoom and then call. also another thing that annoys <laughs> me out, is right? people like that cry like I support all y'all. Why y'all don't support me? Maybe your product not that good that they want to support it. Maybe it's the way you present yourself. And another thing, you shouldn't support people and only in hopes of them supporting you. Because exactly. I got plenty of people I buy shit from that's never bought anything from me. That don't mean I'm going to stop buying stuff from them. And that's so that's a good point you bring up. Like, it's just in business wise, like, I understand support for support and all that stuff. And that's cool. I'm getting wrong. I, I'm with like, it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but. But just they don't because you support to. me, don't mean I have to support you. They you know what I'm saying? Have like, to. But for, so, and let me ask you that, matter of fact, because since I'm a, another, another gender, um, w- w- what's looking like on your, on your male products? Like, um, I sell lip balms, chapstick, what all black people call it, but it's lip balm. And I sell beard oil. Um, that's all well, I have at the moment. Yeah, you know, I ain't really. You might need a little bit, you know. I do? But. I don't know. I, got, I, I ain't got no, I mean, it be scruffy sometimes. Like, it's, it's the most I can get right here. It's my connection. It's the best I can I've do. been trying to find a way to, like, market men in there also, but it's only so much I can do with, like, a cosmetic line. So, right mm-hmm. now, just lip balm and beard oil. What's the lip balm called? J. Slay lip balm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, might, I might have to go. So do, do those sell out too when you when you put them out or no? Yeah, so th- things don't – so I've changed, like, the way I'm running my business before because I've seen I had um, been thinking about trying to always keep things in stock versus stuff always sold out, and I had just been going back and forth on how I want to run it because I still work a full-time job, so I never want to put more on myself than what I can handle because the last thing I want is bad customer service. I don't right. want people waiting forever for their products. Like, I want – you order it, I want your shit out the same week, and I want it to you real quick. So I don't want to get greedy. I feel like a lot of people get greedy. They see the money. They forget about the people that are supporting them. Now you're taking in all these orders. You can't handle them. I don't want to do that. So I kept going back and forth as to where I want to keep just having random restock dates where 
these are like really the only times you can get products or try to make them more readily available. So I don't necessarily sell out like how I used to because I'm always putting stuff on there. Because gotcha, before, gotcha. like, say if I sold out today, uh, you might not have a chance to buy the item again until next month. But now, like, during the week, once I get all my orders out, like, okay, I'm going to replenish this. I'm going to replenish that. So it's more readily available. They don't really sell out the way they used to. But that's something you learn on the fly. Like, you're not going to know that when you first launch the first mm-hmm. couple of times. You kind of got to see what's happening and you make adjustments yes. based on every, every launch you have. And then I seen someone in, like, one of the little business groups. I mean, she basically said, like, she had the same mindset. She was like, you know, selling out cute and all, but when you sold out, you missed out on money. Mm-hmm. So if it's there, you don't know when they're going to buy it. So keep it. That's, that's, and that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a dope concept. I want to actually talk to you about this, though. So when you do talk about the selling out thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's funny because I think I, – I, I know I tweeted one time. And like I said, I joke all the time. So yeah. but I was saying, you know, it was just funny because people, I, I feel like people was lying about not being able to buy it because <laughs> you sold out. Now, granted, I get it. You were selling out in two hours. It's almost impossible to, you know, to really gauge that. But um, I do feel like it was, it was cop-out. That was kind of cop-out. Like, you know, like, dang. I mean, it's a pandemic. I know people ain't had money, yeah. you know, so I understand that. But this, this, this and then I guess me seeing the certain people that was saying that, I just like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not a believable story. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not. But you was nice because, like, you'd be like, it's okay next time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Joy. I can't be gotta, mean. I know. You know? I like that, though. I, I, I like. I always want somebody to be, um more business first than being funny yeah. or you know what I'm saying be mean because that's a dollar you know you, or more more yeah. that you that you kind of just washing away so I don't like people like just you know issuing their customers like that nah just if you even if you know you're lying I know I got you <laughs> right. next time right it's okay now, now, it's, now it's ready now did you get it yet <laughs> oh you saw it nah it'd be the same ones like, I've been trying to get a several what's available right now Crickets. I got five online right now you go buy them. yeah that's Crickets. all but in, in business like like you said you can't be one of the people that's like, I don't get the support, I'm going to support. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you, you are selling out, you know what I'm saying? Um, you are getting a lot of support. Mm-hmm. Um, I see Jay Slay a lot, you know what I'm saying? Um, just amongst my timeline. You know, I see people showing you um, a, a super crazy amount of love, it's you know what crazy. I'm saying? And I didn't, um, like I said, it's so much that I thought that you've been doing it longer than, than this in March. It's been, it's been a long, it's been a long year, though, months. but still. It has. But even like this month, like this has been a very slow month. Like um, sales-wise, I haven't been making... As many sales as what I usually do, even though the month's not over yet, but I'm not on social media crying. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, but don't, don't fret stuff, though, da, because da, da, da. it's about to get cold. So yeah. when it get cold, people like they listen a lot. So they're gonna need some <laughs> J Slay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely. Um, <laughs> well, well, so and in regards to uh, just the the business side of things, mm-hmm. uh, how I guess in in your opinion. Do you feel like this can be something you can do to where you may not have to work for a company no more? Or I think it will be um, the hardest part. Well, I wouldn't say the hardest part, but like what I'm working on is like getting outside of Augusta. Like, not saying I got Augusta on lock, but like everybody, most people in Augusta, mm-hmm. like they click on Jay Slay. Don't do that. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> you know, play around Go to the with soundboard. like, here we go. <laughs> Play around with, like, you know, Facebook ads and Instagram ads to, like, market my stuff outside of Augusta to get... Like, I get sales in other cities and other states, but not consistent to where I want it to be. Like, I'm... I'm also trying to get my wholesale side. That's where the money at, with wholesale. Like, me basically running your business. Like, I make your lip gloss for you to sell. That's where the money's at. So, once I get that on the popping... Do you think about that? Like, like, have you ever tried... Damn, should I say this on air? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to give you like give you a point. This might do. We ever try like going to like your local 
mom and pop stores around here mm-hmm. or it, even Atlanta, something like that. I haven't only because it's in the pandemic and I just haven't did that. But I've had different people, like different business owners in Augusta that's reached out to me. I've had business owners in different states that's reached out to me, like just through people that I know. Like you never know who's watching. You right. never know who recommended you. So like um, my daughter's, her aunt on her dad's side, like she has a, uh, she works at a store in Lake City, Florida. She's hit me up about them buying myself wholesale. Um, Tovi, I don't know if you know Tovi, the esthetician. Tovi? Tovi. Tanovia? I'll show you. But her, she has a, um, a business around here. She's asked me. So different people ask me. I just kind of limit what I'm doing right now because, like I said, I want to take on more than what I can bear only because I am still working a full-time job. So at the end of the day, that really is my priority. Right, right. So that's guaranteed money versus a business. That money's never guaranteed. It's risky business, yeah. yeah. But I, I like that though because at least you had a plan of what you're trying to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And on on top of um you know all of that, when it comes to sit, like making prices for mm-hmm. the lip gloss and stuff like that, like how 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 do you how do you come up with that? Like what makes you what makes it's you so make hard. a price for a lip gloss? So I try to, I guess like I'll look at like the OGs in the business. Like there's several girls that's been doing it for like a year two years they're making six figures a year selling lip gloss mm. so it's like i kind of look at their prices and i kind of look at people that are just starting out and i try to find like a nice medium gotcha. in between but at the same time i have to calculate like how much it costs me to buy the, the supplies to make this and how much can i profit off of it but i try to find like a sweet midpoint between gotcha. the ogs and then like the ones that's not yeah, charging enough like how this, I this ain't liz now you can't just overprice for a lip oh, gloss, no, I'm, you know I'm i think i'm very reasonable no i i've heard the prices very, very good reasonable. if i it always blow my mind that you was charging me so much for these, for these hats and lures, <laughs> but it's cool. That's not my company. I don't make those prices. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I know, I know. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I'm at work and I think I was telling somebody they couldn't get something for a certain price, and she brought me to the side. She was like, "It's not your business. Why do you care?" I'm like, "Yo, chill out." I guess cause I'm black and supposed to help out, but you know, I, I understood. But yeah, it's not you know, Liz. You know, you could have given me a half a twenty dollars. Like no, keep going this. But um, <laughs> I did. You said something. You said something a minute ago for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think. That's probably why it's more portable to me, even that you sell now and stuff like that, because this stuff that you're making, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People can easily be like, I don't know, because the pandemic, I don't yeah. want to. But it seemed like they just supporting you, you know what I'm saying? And then I've seen, you know, pictures of people putting product on it, and it's a good product, you know what I'm saying? It's not like there's some rinky deep I thing. do what I can do, you know? I do what I can do. You had your, your, your gloss on, it lasts <laughs> all the time, you've been talking, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, you, the product is good, so it's not that the product not good. I think that you reaching out or you uh, trying to go out to like whether it's Atlanta, Florida, mm-hmm. um, Charlotte, all the other places. Do you like ever, I guess you can't do that now because of the pandemic, but once it's over, I guess, if it's ever over, I don't know what's going to happen with the world, but um, do you ever think of like doing like kind of like pop-up shops? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Once everything's over, I plan on doing a whole lot more, like more pop-up shops. Um, even if I organize my own, like there's so many different people in the area that has businesses, you know, and there's been little pop-up shops, but I'm just very particular what I do because I don't really like to take my daughter anywhere, and mm. she goes everywhere with me. Gotcha. So it's a lot of stuff that I don't do right now because I don't want her out anywhere during the pandemic. So, so um, I do want to ask. I do have like these two questions I've been asking, like especially uh, women that I have on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first one, since you just mentioned your daughter, I will ask you, and this one, this one, after one of the questions I had years ago. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still got I got my notes for years ago. Um, the question, so it's a two part question. So for one, what are the standards you have in men since you have a child? I'm pretty sure like 
uh, the standards now for men would would, would change because it's not mm-hmm. they're not just dealing with you now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, at some point, possibly they'd be having to deal with your child. Mm-hmm. So, um, how has that changed? <gasps> or what are the standards? Where do I start? Oh boy, Don't put I would say it's a long list. You have to be very careful with how dudes treat you too, because I feel like. Um, the representation of how they treat you will be how they treat their child as well as how they treat other females in their life. And I feel like um, for a long time, no one would get around my child. Like, I would go out on dates. Like, if I ain't had nobody to watch her, you're not coming to my house. I'm not going – you're not coming over. You're not coming around her. So, for a long time, no one ever seen my child. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out – it's just respect. It's just all about respect. Like, I'm not one of these people like, oh, you got to have this, you got to do this, that. I'm not that kind of person. I'm all about vibes. But you, you kind of, you judge, you judge yourself pretty yes. much off, off of what you see from that person yes. and what you uh, perceive that person to be. Yes. Okay. That may, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. I just, I just knew that it, it was some kind of, I know that when women have children, like, off the bat, most, I'm going to say good most. women, good women yeah. have children. Uh, <laughs> the standards change, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Even with the person they with. So that's why sometimes people don't, they stay each other because everything changes at that point, you know what I'm saying? You can be with a bum and you might love them, but yeah. you have a kid, it's like, eh, I don't love you no more. I've always bum, been so. very particular with who I dated. Like, I've never been into the bad boys, if that's what people call them, like drug dealers, nothing against them. You know, that's just not. I don't want to get caught up. I don't be riding around in the car with you. We no get Tasha. pulled over now. Um, no, hell no. And then I'm in trouble. <laughs> I have a very clean record. I want to keep it that way. But, like, I've just never – always been into people that had to drive like me. Because, I, like I said, I always working. Working one, two, three, you know, whatever. So, if you can work the same way I work, you can be respectful. We vibe. That's all I need. Like, I'm not – All right. So, the next question I'm asking people, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to uh, I guess – put a little thing in there so without using um any like maybe like music artist musical artist whatever Mm -hmm. um in your opinion how do you feel um about the average black woman in america today like what are y'all going through or what are some problems y'all facing what are some good things that y'all are facing I feel like the average black woman in america is expected to put up with so much stuff we're just supposed to be so resilient and just keep our heads up and never show emotions and put up with people's shit. And I feel like um, a lot of the times, how do, how do I say this without offending people? You're black, you can't, you're a black woman. You're gonna be, it's going to be offended anyway. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you answer the question, it's an offensive question. I just offensive feel like answer. a lot of men, and I try to be careful what I say stuff nowadays, cause I don't date a black man anymore, and I don't want to see people like, oh, she changed, she da 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 Yeah. So, he looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to watch what I say, but it's like a lot of um, black men like they expect you to just. And I want to just—I can't speak for other races because I've never dated other races mm-hmm. other than the guy I'm with now. So it's not just a black man thing. But I feel like they expect you to just put up with all they shit, take care of them, and just still be there. And if you leave, you wrong. And it's like, how is that fair to us? I miss my granny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that shit. <laughs> But so, there are a lot of good dudes out here, and I feel like a lot of females. <laughs> you good, Slim? Yeah, my bad, bro. Oh, what happened? Uh, Julio just dropped the touchdown wide open. Oh, okay, okay. He made me lose my train of thought. But I feel like a lot of females, they settle because they feel like that's all they know, and they feel like they can't get no better. There's always better. Like, you're going to go through whatever you deal with, and I just hate how many people I see you just stuck 
in terrible ass situations. I hate it. Well, I'm glad it's a good subject. I actually forgot to ask that question in the beginning. But um, like I said, I, I watch a lot. I, I'm on Twitter. I watch all the time. So especially when you've been when you on Twitter for 10, 12 years, whatever, you start knowing people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I done seen all the shit I've been through, stuff y'all say mm-hmm. versus now, and like. I noticed more that you more wise now. You know what I'm saying? I was with age is gonna come though, mm-hmm. and I see you. Um, you put that out in the atmosphere a lot that you know, about women can just be, you leave. You don't have to take yes. this, or you, or you. See, I guess you'll you'll speak about things you see that like you can see when somebody, or you might know somebody in a bad mm-hmm. relationship and they just making things so it's all good online or whatever. Yes. But you oh, know I it's hate not. that. Um, I hate it so much. I guess my question let me ask you: Have you ever been that person like? When you were younger, like, whereas you with somebody and um, it might not be great, but maybe you're posting online like it is okay or... I feel like we've all been there before, but it's like, how many times are you going to go through it? That's the real question. Because mm. I never act like i just been, oh, I always had the perfect boyfriend. I had some trash-ass boyfriends in my life. I've been through some shit, but I'm not just going to sit around and just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I might give you a chance. That's it. I don't give chances no more. That's old me. I, I don't give chances no more. Jay Slade now, yeah, no more chances. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with Jay Slade. But no, like, I, it's just like, it's like a cycle. And it's like, a lot of women want to keep blaming the men, but you keep going through the same shit. You you seem like you're the common, the common factor in these mm. situations. So when do you start looking at yourself and saying, I'm the one that allowed them to do this? I can leave. Like, why are you still there? So honest question, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So you say you have a lot of trash uh, boyfriends. Have you ever been a trash girlfriend? Um, I've been at my younger days, like I've been very insecure and very not trusting because of other things I've been through and I may have pushed people too far. Um, I'm not the most emotional person either, Uh, but I've never been like, I can get reckless sometimes in in, back in the day, but I've never been like a bad girlfriend. Like I've never cheated. I'll break up with you before I cheat on you, but that's another (laughs) subject. All right. Just make sure, you know, I have to ask them. Once somebody say that, I always ask the other side because I know, you know, you want to know, that's all. Um, and then so with with how you, you know, you view men and, and well, not how you view men, but mm-hmm. viewing the black women, how for not black men, just in general, like mm-hmm. society in general, um, how, what, what do you think needs to happen for a lot of things that y'all facing today to change or to help y'all? You said what's gonna happen, or like, what, what? What can happen? Like, how can the things that a black woman is facing in America today? How can what? What can happen for that to change or to help y'all cope with some of the things that's going on? Cause I be seeing people say like, you know, black women are protected and X, Y, Z. So I'm talking about stuff like that. Like, what? What would? What would change that? I feel like black women need to stop generalizing and lumping everybody into like groups and shit. Like, just because you see X, Y, Z on the internet talking about white women this, white women that, these women, da, 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 da. How many right there beside you fighting? How many right there that got your back? How many, you know, they're actually there, but they like letting one bad apple ruin everything. And I feel like they need to stop generalizing and also take some accountability. Women? Yeah. Take accountability? Yeah. It happens sometimes. Not oh, that often. I ain't, yeah, I ain't seen it all year. <laughs> I, I thought I thought we missed that in 2020. I seen a lot last year, but not in 2020. I ain't seen none yet. So, but it's all good. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> women gonna be women. And I, like I said, I've been asking because I think I did. But we did AE the other day, so we asked her. Um, any black woman, we just gonna ask now. Cause that's like a theme. So when I'm doing black women, I'm trying to ask. I know everybody got a different different um, set of eyes, so they see things different. I don't feel that way. Like I feel like it's so many 
black men around me that show love, they got my back. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I can't relate to the way they feel. I can't discredit, you know, I like that. what they I like say, that. but I like shit, I love black men. Say it one more time. I love black men. I got y'all back forever, you know? I forever. appreciate that, man. Somebody got it. But I can't relate. I, 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 cause I, I'm, I understand both sides, but like I said, depending on what kind of, I guess the day you have having or whatever, or mm-hmm. like what you experience, you know what I'm saying? Because you might have, like I said, if you're a black woman and you were somewhere and you got beat up by a black guy and there was yeah. 10 black guys watching, I can understand yeah. why you might feel that way, but that's just those 11 black guys and like a million others somewhere else, so. I need people to log off the internet, for one, because a lot mm-hmm. of shit they see... It be trolling. Like, a lot of people don't understand what's trolling. Like, a lot of times people be on the internet trolling, you taking it to heart. Yeah, definitely. Just log off the internet sometimes. I watched, um, you LeBron James fan? Yes. Big LeBron James yes. fan, thank you. Um, I watched the other day, he was saying, you know, not getting MVP or whatever. He wasn't mm-hmm. tripping, but he did say something that I thought would, that kind of just resonates with social media in general. Sometimes people, um, they look for a narrative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think um, the narrative now is that, um, they're trying to push that black woman that protect. So anytime something happens to a black woman, like they amplify it. Yeah. They make that headline news, especially if it involves a black man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but any anytime it's a narrative being being pushed, you notice that articles of that nature would make make the front make the front line or head headline news. So um, you gotta be wary of that. That's all I would say. So um, I guess for you, like what's what's um what's next for you, Jay Slay? Um, are you planning on ever selling more than just what you're selling, or like what what's what's what is Jay Slay going to be, in your opinion, when it's all said and done? So the whole purpose of me starting Jay Slay was to be like a um, a wholesale vendor. So the whole purpose of me starting this was to be a wholesale vendor. Like I said, the money is in wholesale. So I'm the person behind the lines. Like people don't know it's actually me making your products. Like there's a lot of people in the store right now that sell lip gloss and I make their lip gloss. Mm. But I'm not the kind of person to like, oh, I do this. You know, they making money because that's not. I'm sorry. That's not the reason I do it. You Sometimes know what I'm saying? Sometimes you start talking and money start falling out. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but like see, there's a lot of people like I make their lip gloss base. I sell them pigments. I make their labels. I sell them tubes. Like there's so many. But it's not for me to be on the internet saying, you know, like, oh, well, I'm doing this for them. I'm doing that. Like when I started my business, it, a lot of the pushback I had and it took me a longer time to launch is because I was dealing with other vendors that had terrible ass customer service. Mm. So if I'm ordering something for you, you say it's supposed to be here by this time, but now this time had passed and I haven't heard anything from you and I got to keep reaching out. I want to be that person that they can depend on because if this your business, this is how you make your money. You want it when it's supposed to be there. Right. And if it can't get there, communicate with them why it's not there so i want to be like a vendor like i don't even care about the little individual glosses and shit i sell like i want to be selling wholesale <laughs> trying to move bricks yeah <laughs> bricks of gloss that's what i'm trying to do that's what's up that's what's up oh custom service i want to ask some custom service questions real quick um mm-hmm. so um this is this is just situational so let's say all right somebody uh they bought some lip gloss it's been three weeks and they ain't sent to them yet for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, how do you handle that? They haven't received it yet. They haven't received it. Something going on. For some reason, they shipped it from Augusta to Atlanta, even though it was in Augusta. So I humbly, I get a lot of orders. So like, I really don't check tracking. Like once it's out my hands, I don't really go through and look through every. I might glance and see, like if it's moved or if the post office accepted, but that's it. Like I don't go through every individual order. So if you reach out to me, um, I've had this happen several times because USPS has been fucking trash this year. Like it's while, been yeah. terrible. Because when I first launched, there was literally no problems with my orders, but now it's like every restock, 
this order, don't nobody know where it's at. This one lost, this one lost. So as long as you reach out to me and let me know that order is missing, I'm going to take it in my own hands. Like, in my policy, it says that once it's out of my hands, it's not my problem. But me being the person I am, I'm still going to research it. I reach out to USPS. um, I'm going to see if... I can get in contact. I fuss at them all the time. I send them emails. I make them call me from the post office to let me know what's up with the order. And if it can't be recovered, I'm going to send you another item out of my pocket, out of my money. Like, I've never just said, oh, well, you ain't getting your lip gloss. So, um, for you, especially being a small business, you know, Mm -hmm. just doing your own thing, uh, mishaps or just operational errors, I would assume it, it affects you more than probably affect, like, I guess, Walmart, Dollar General, something like that. Because it's coming directly out of your pocket at that point. Um. So with that being said, do you still plan on like using Atlanta, Florida, Orlando, Charlotte? Because at that point, wouldn't it be harder for you to get your shipments to them? What you mean? Like if they if they in Augusta or whatever, I'm pretty sure it's not hard because you you in you in the area too. Yeah. So it's not, I'm not saying you're gonna go hand it off to them, but mm-hmm. if you if, if need be, it is what yeah. it is. But if they in Charlotte, it'd be harder to really get get that out your pocket and. I guess go through USPS again or whatever. Mm-hmm. So how would you go about doing that once you start branching off, like mm, in I Florida mean, or something like that? It's not a big deal to me. Like if you pay for it, it's your money. Like it's not your fault that UPS didn't get it to them. If I gotta pay for the product and pay for shipping again, I'm gonna do it. Like I do it oh, all okay, time. Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. So at that point, it'd be free, I guess, yeah. so, so to speak. And if you get the other one, then you know you got some free shit. But I mean, you probably make it back. Well, reasons word now back in not not yeah. like that, but you probably make it back in. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's why I tell myself, like, in the day, like, my custom service is everything. So if I make a good experience for you, like, I've had this happen. Somebody ordered something, she didn't get the product. I shipped out new stuff for free and then turned around, the product came a couple of days later. So now she got extra products. But in the day, I know I made an impact on her where she know I got good custom service and she know my product's good. Now she's more likely to spend more in the future. She's still going to shop So I don't you. think about the present. I think about the future. So, and that go back to, you know how we were talking about, you know, somebody bashing a customer mm-hmm. online. Like, you do all that, and now you lost that customer. But right. they could have just kept spending money over time. Even if think about that. You don't even know who's looking, like, on the outside in. Because I see people do that. If you do that to your customer, why the hell would I spend my money with you? Why? Yo, we think just, like, no disrespect to nobody. I'm going to go ahead and say it. You know, uh, it was some of his boys, mm-hmm. and they had a pocket. And it was in the, in the pocket, they was talking. They was trying to get sponsors, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was like, yo... Reach out to us, we responded, we responded to that. Mm-hmm. But in a particular podcast, um, <laughs> they had a friend of 20 years mm-hmm. on a show where they was like kind of bashing. You no, know, they had some issues going back. I'm like, well, yeah. if y'all a friend of 20 years and y'all choose to air it out on your podcast, but I want you to sponsor my stuff for Like, right. Then no. let's say something go bad with a transaction for us and it's not, my, it's not on my end. Let's say it is UPS. So let's bash. say Cash App is down, like it always be down sometime, <laughs> right? So you bashing me now? Right. Like, you don't know me at all. Exactly. If you do this to your friend for 20 years, what you go, like, why would I? Use you to sponsor that. I don't understand exactly. that. So you never know who watching for real, and, and from what standpoint they watching, you know. And um, even when people ask for recommendation, like who did this, who do that, like what about this person? Like nah, because this person did this to that person. Don't go to them. Exactly. You don't and, know how much money you cut in just from that one little situation. And you'd be amazed even here. Um, like once you turn everything off and stuff, mm-hmm. when me and him done, or if I'm by myself, or we do main and slim, uh, how much people talk more about their peers. Yeah. You know, and it's like okay. Dang, you know, you feel this way about this person, like, oh, that's they they said this, this wild story, but right. that's because you never know who watching, you don't know who know what, and we got some weird stuff that be going on <laughs> right here, man. That's why I say to myself, like, now nah, I just I don't have no story about me because I say to myself, but um, so uh, in in, in a nutshell, like just for Jay Slay, mm-hmm. uh, 
how can they contact you? How can they uh, reach the product? When the next launch? Um, like, what, what's going? What's, what's what's next in the future for? So Jay right Slate? now, um, our half birthday is coming up on the 29th of this month. That'll be six months. So fall is also coming. So I plan on um, revamping everything, like just rebranding everything. Might redo the website. Fall line a launch sometime next month. I'm still working on it, so I don't have dates set. But like fall glosses, fall lip gloss. Other new stuff might not say everything, but just a brand new look for everything. Um, I just want to keep things fresh, you know, that keeps people coming back versus you just doing the same thing over and over and over. Um, but I can always be reached at my website, it's, uh, jslay.com, J-A-I-S-L-A-Y.com. Every social media is official jslay. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Yeah. And um, every time you talk, I got another question. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> Because you mentioned the, your email and all, um, you just the Instagram, the website, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem when people try to reach you personally for stuff? That's I don't business? like people reaching me on my personal page, and the reason why I say that is because people think that they have easier access to you, so they don't think know that you have a life. Like a situation I had, and this is why I started saying that. So someone reached out to me. She was selling lip gloss, and they probably going to hit the store. Don't really care. You know, it is what it is. But um, she wanted me to help her make labels for her business. And I was like, wow, I usually don't do it. And that's another thing. Like, I don't need – it's a lot of stuff that I don't offer on my website. But if you come to me, I'll probably do it for you just because I want to see you be great too. Gotcha. So she wanted labels. I was like, okay, cool. Um, She kept asking for my phone number, and I kept saying, well, I don't give up my personal number. Like, I don't know you. Like, I have a page right here. We can (laughs) communicate through this page. So I ended up giving it to her anyway because we had to meet later on that day for me to get her the label. So met up with her. You know, I showed her, like, this is what you do. This is how you do it. Whenever you need more, just let me know. She started texting me, like, in the middle of the night. Like, why are you texting me 2 o'clock in the morning about some fucking lip gloss labels? <laughs> why could you not just say that the next day? Mind you, she's grown. Like, oh, mm-hmm. grown, grown. Why did you think that was okay? So at that point, I was like, okay, <laughs> it's time to separate everything. Like, No. But I'm not. I, if you if you write me, I'm gonna answer you. I'm not the kind of person that's just gonna sit there and ignore you. Right, right. But I just like certain things in certain places. And I'll ask that because like I said I was. Uh, I'm gonna do. Um, I can't think of her. I, I won't say her name. I don't know people like the names, but mm-hmm. do the plain Jane. Um, mm-hmm. Plan on having her on us um, either next week or a week after. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do some black women first. Um, and I know she had that same issue with, with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I know she. I, I'm gonna talk to her. She probably get some nasty grand from what, what she say. Yeah. And um, I I wondered if you have that same issue where like this might ever come at you like spazzing on you because you didn't never. get nothing. I've never had. I I love my customers. I've never had anyone come at me sideways at all, and I hope it never happens because I'm nice until I'm not nice. But I would never treat them that way. <laughs> but just know that I'm nice until I'm not nice. That, that's funny because you don't think of it like how you're going to have to, if that ever happens, you don't think about how you're going to have to uh, approach that situation. Because mm-hmm. what happens is, let's say you say something to them and they post it first and they go, let's right. say it go and up. Right, and that's the end of your business right there. It's like you lose if you respond, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like if you don't, you're going to boil you inside because you know it's not, I'm yeah. not like that. I'm, I'm really like what I, what I say I'm like. Yeah. So. Like I've never had anyone come to me sideways, nobody come to me rude, but... A lot of people just ask you a lot of questions that's right there. They just go click a couple <laughs> buttons. And it's annoying. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's annoying as fuck because it's literally all laid out right here for you. Like, yeah. I feel like I make my posts very all informative. Like, yeah. everything you need is right there in the post. I'm going to tell you when my restock is. I'm going to tell you what time it is. I'm going to tell you where to go. I'm going to tell you what sales I got going on. If you click on the website, all my policies are there. But some people don't like to read. So, I will I will tell you. Uh, that don't mean I'm not going to be annoyed in the process. Right. But, 
And I, I think that's it. any business though, because uh, even us, we had a whole video telling them how to reach Main and Slim. And they want to yeah. get booked in for that. And you'd be amazed at, at, at you could say email us. And what are they gonna do? What's DM the, you. Yeah. What, what's the price? Yo, I'm not answering no more questions. I just said email me. Like I, I didn't pay for this this official J Slade email. Yeah. You, you, what? I have a contact us at jslade.com. Oh, I got oh. a whole email. <laughs> like I don't have this for you to be in my DMs, but yo. they don't listen. You know. Website's when your book coming out, too. man? Book. When your book coming out? What kind of Anytime book? Anytime somebody got free game, a lot of game, I would think they got a book coming out. No. So. Um, no. Story of Joy. No. It would be very interesting if I had a book. If y'all only did half of the shit. Like, if we had, like, a more personal episode. <laughs> no, nah, I, I know, I know, I know. Jesus I know. Christ, it'll be a You lot, might need to go sit down with Slims. He, he, he more like, like that sometimes. He find, he find a story. He find a story about you, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna contact you. I guarantee you. He gonna, he gonna slot <laughs> up on you. Guarantee you. My life is boring. Um, so, yeah, but like I said, uh, I just, I, I applaud you for, you know, taking that leap and, and doing your own thing. Um, just seeing it grow from you from, I think, 2014, probably when I knew When I heard of you, probably it was 2012, but 2014. That's funny. Yeah, because I think it was a party or something like that. But eh, I don't want to get to that. That's, that's not business related. But, yeah, uh, you've always been popular, always been like, a cool person. Um, I always heard good stories about you, not, never heard nothing negative. Um, well, thank you. That n- not, I never heard nothing negative, you know what I'm saying? Um, always been good stuff, so um, just keep it up, you know what I'm saying? Keep the business practices you got going on up. Uh, keep your foot in their necks, you know what I'm saying? Uh, next time, if you ever come back on again, uh, make sure you bring some um, lip balm for us, uh, if you don't mind. I meant to bring um, some, too. I got you. I promise I do. No, I meant I, to bring some. I, 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 tr- I trust you. I believe you. I, I believe you. I ain't going to lie. We got some shirts. It'd be weird sometimes because, like, sometimes, like, people don't bring stuff, and which is fine. It's not like you have to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people do bring stuff, and it's like, I'm not going to lie. Anything somebody brought us, I haven't used it yet See. or put it on. But I'll I, I, I put it on that. I would put mm-hmm. that on. But I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to outdo, because uh, uh, who did the video? Tia. Tia Tut. Mm-hmm. That was, an, that was an amazing video she did for you. I don't, I don't know if you asked her to do it, crazy. but... She is crazy, no. Nah, shout out to her. She was just texting to me, and that shit was so funny. That girl is hilarious. Everybody that did a video, like, I like I like it. Because, like, you don't have... Me and him talk about this a lot. Like, you have people that support you, but, like, people that go above, above and beyond so support you. That do that's that crazy. Shit, and I just be like... I don't even know what to say sometimes. It's nothing like... it's like nobody asked you to do this. Nobody. And it's like the fact that you did it, and that gives you more customers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because people watching them sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's a dope thing. Like I, I think that uh, you got a good thing going, and you're getting great support. So, just keep it up. Don't spaz nobody if you don't have to. Never. You know what I'm saying? Don't get your number <laughs> out no more, though. You know, no. 2 a.m. is a wild time to get a test message on how to do about something. some labels? That's like, crazy. You could have waited a couple hours, but... Literally, literally five more hours. You know, right. Wake up, seven. You know, that's, 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 that's business hours. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to you, man. And, you know, um, just... Tell people how they can reach you once one more time. I'm telling you whatever you want to tell me, your Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, it's up to you if you want to put that out there. I don't know. Um, my personal Twitter can stay personal, but all my business, uh, Instagram, Facebook, it's official, J Slay. Um, my website is jslay.com, J A I S L A Y.com. My email is contact us at jslay.com. Um, right now, I have a flash sale going on. All the glosses are buy two, get the third one 50% off with no code needed. And it's probably gonna be a big rebranding coming real soon. So, no, that stay means tuned. just stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, morning mass podcast. We out. <laughs>